Welcome to Cutting Through the Bullshit Podcast with Brittany and Bessie. Welcome back, beautypreneurs. Let's get into it. Today, we're going to be talking about saying no to a guest. This is such a biggie, and we can't wait to help you guys learn how to set some boundaries. Betsy, take it away. This is a fun topic. In an industry where the best of us have mastered our servant mentality, it can really get tricky when we have to learn how to say no. Am I right? Oh my gosh, you are so right. As creatives, we are naturally people pleasers. And it's almost like we feel guilty when we have to say no. Amen. A lot of us are huge empaths and we've often experienced trauma, whether it be like when we're growing up or with a past employer, childhood friends, relationships, a variety of life experiences, etc. But part of our journey in becoming a successful stylist is really unpacking all of that trauma, which takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of hard work. A lot of hard work. A lot of it. In hindsight, when a lot of our services haven't gone well, it's really due to the fact that we haven't dealt with a lot of that trauma and understanding ourselves. All that inner work. It's all about that inner work, man. It's all about that inner work. So as crazy as it is to say it, you know, it may not sound great, but going into it deeper, the way we treat others isn't really about them, but really about us. Inner work is so key to being able and ready to set boundaries with our clients, right? So if we lack in confidence, and a lot of us do, a lot of us are still going through that, we often have not really worked through all of our shit. And in turn, we are led by fear. Yeah, and Betsy, that's a great point. I think that when we are led by fear, it can take us down a rabbit hole. What are some of the things that you've seen either yourself or people that you have worked with? What are some of the things that people are fearful of? So some of those fears can include imposter syndrome, where you don't feel like you're adequate enough to be working next to somebody else. If you're in a new space or environment, fear of acceptance and not being liked. Fear of failure is a huge one for a lot of people. And fear of change is also a big one, just to name a few. So we can totally do a full episode on fears and how to overcome them. But for right now, let's move into how to start setting boundaries and what exactly that looks like. So when and how do we set these boundaries? Well, you can start by not overgiving. You had mentioned in a previous episode, the deposits and withdrawals, right, Britt? Huge. So huge. Uh-huh. So what does that really go into? Is us overgiving. So us giving more than what the value of the service is, right? Another one is understanding when I am available to you. I think you had mentioned this one, Britt. You had seen it somewhere and it said, my accessibility does not mean I am available. Don't you love it? I love it. And it sets up a very, very clear boundary of I have my set working hours. And this is when I'll get back to you. Yeah. And I think it's just so important for us to communicate that whether it's like we post it or it's in our bio 
or it's online or maybe at the end of an email thread or we just tell our guests, here's what you can expect from me if you're trying to get in touch with me. Yep. I let my guests know that all the time. I'm like, you know, I'm always available via email or text. However, if it's past a certain hour of the day, I will not get back to them until the next business day. Yeah. And on that note, we're all on Instagram and sometimes it's us unplugging. But it's definitely okay, stylist, for you to also tell your client, like, hey, you might see me sharing on Instagram, but I actually don't answer any DMs anytime after 8 p.m. Yeah, that's a great one because we all have a life, too. We all have a life. So another way to set boundaries, you know, and this happens to a lot of us, if someone shows up late or past their scheduled appointment time, or if someone no shows, you know, those are another opportunity for us as stylists to set boundaries with our guests when these things do happen. What I like to offer my clients if they show up late, depending on their service, I'll still take them, but I will modify their service and let them know that. Or what they can do is reschedule with me in a future appointment if they want to get the entirety of their service done. And Betsy, I love that you use the word opportunity because again, you guys, the more we practice putting these boundaries in place, the more comfortable we become with setting them. Yeah, exactly. And if for whatever reason, a client decides to absolutely just no show you, it is perfectly okay for you to ask for a deposit at their next booking. Yeah, and just notifying them this is not okay for next time. So the action plan I'm creating for you is for you to book in with me, you need to provide me with a deposit. Yeah, because it ensures that one, they will show up for their service and two, that you're getting paid. And it doesn't have to be the entirety of the service. It's it's whatever you're comfortable with. Sometimes a salon may have their own policy on that. I mean, for me, it's the whole thing. I think that's great. I usually do 25 to 50% of their service. Another thing that we should touch on with boundaries is if someone asks for discounts. We're still elevating you guys. Us as a salon, we did have a friends and family discount that we decided to completely get rid of after we came back from COVID because it just wasn't serving us anymore. I also think as an industry, you guys, so many of us have taken accountability for the fact that like we affect each other. And if Betsy at her salon was doing a friends and family discount, it creates a lot of like confusion if let's just say another client heard that and now came to me. So I think that we all need to get on the same wavelength. You guys, this is not up for negotiation. There's a market value. We follow it. The price is the price. If you don't like it, we work within a smaller budget that will suit your needs. Or we offer them a different stylist that works within their budget. People pleasing never pays us. No, it pays them. Pays them (laughs) short term. Because when you start resenting them, it's probably not pretty. (laughs) So when we say no, it's always good customer service to follow that up with but here's what we can do always making sure that you're giving your guests choices choices will make your guests feel like it was their idea and that they're in control even though we're really the ones guiding them right and that sets them up for success which also sets you up for success Another thing that I wanted to touch on is that there's this common misconception that the client is always right. And Brittany and I want you guys to know that this is not true. Let me repeat that. The guests are not always right. It is very rare when you get a guest that is right. And it does happen, 
but most of the time they are not right. At what point are we stopping ourselves from allowing a client to steamroll us? Right. We have to be the ones in control. Yeah. And part of that is helping our guests navigate through their thoughts, their feelings, and helping them understand that I'm providing something for you. I'm providing a service for you, but you're paying me for my time, my product, my energy, my knowledge, my education that I'm giving to you. And it needs to fit within these guidelines and standards, right? Exactly. So that's why it's important to not go out and try to prove them wrong, but to really educate our guests on what it is that they're looking for. And if it's not something that's attainable within that session, always giving them options. I always like to give my guests two options. Brittany, I think you said the same thing, right? You like to give your guests two options. Totally. And Beth, I have to point this out. This is like a highlight moment when you just said that it's not important to prove your guests wrong. It's more important to educate them when it's less important for us to be right. And it's more important for us to help our guests. You guys, that's where it gets super easy to create boundaries because our clients know it's there to help them and us. And not only is it easy to set boundaries, it's also great for reputation building. So when it comes to reputation building, don't you guys think that this can help us navigate through guiding our guests? I mean, I know it's certainly helped me and I know it's helped you, especially when it comes to new clients. It gives us an advantage. You know, people end up trusting us and it makes it easier to then enforce those boundaries. Yeah, so it definitely gives us an advantage. Betsy, I have a question for you. So what do you do specifically when a client or a guest crosses a boundary and how do you handle it? Do you have a process or is it different each time? It's more or less the same. There are some things that change depending on the client and the situation. I always validate their feelings. I never want to tell them that they're wrong. And not only do I validate their feelings, I also offer them solutions or options. It's unkind to us and them to not be clear from the get-go. If a guest continues to cross that boundary and you haven't called it out whose fault is it it is ours that is right it is ours so you do have a process it sounds like you do validate your client first and you hear them and help them feel supported and then you lead with you know getting back to your intention which is like let me offer you my solution and my option and let's work through this together absolutely and remember your intentions you know it will always make it easier for you guys to do right by your guests if your intentions are clear from the get-go. I love that. And that also will help us stay on track with not proving to be right or allowing our ego to lead when we're really just trying to help our guests and also respect our own boundaries. Exactly. And lastly, you guys, no is always a full sentence. But when someone is your guest, you need to tread lightly. And if somebody is being blatantly disrespectful, or they have heightened the situation to a point that it's unnecessary, and all explanations that you've given them are not being heard, that's when it should be used. Use it as a last resort. Just remember that no is a full sentence. Louder for the people in the back. You can say no. Say no unless they're paying you. No, but in all sincerity, I think that's that's great advice. And I think that this is actually super, super helpful for the next time we're confronted with a challenge and we need to set a boundary. All right, beautypreneurs, we've cut through the bullshit for today. Be unafraid of voicing what's true. And if you need to say no, sometimes that is an answer. Yes, ma'am. We will see you guys next week. Bye, guys. Have a great week. Bye. 